On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. So what you want to do is you want to try to assemble a band, you want to write songs, you want to play gigs, and you need uh, experience. So once you have ultimately three band members of a certain quality, three uh, songs of a certain quality, three gigs and three experiences, you have become the boss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and today we're talking Bruce, but we're often we're also talking card games. Uh, you'll know what I you'll know what I'm talking about in just a minute. Joining me in a very timey-wimey episode. It is my afternoon, their very late night. Our two of my new friends, guests, please introduce yourselves. Hello, Jesse. I'm uh, Knut Johnson from Copenhagen, Denmark. And I'm Soren Kitai, also from Copenhagen, Denmark. All right, Knut and Soren, Soren, thank you. Please put up with me mispronouncing your names. I, I grew up in Louisiana, and if it doesn't end in Boudreaux or Tubido, I have trouble saying it. Um, I am so happy you guys are joining me. Um, shout out to Ken Rosen. Uh, he's a, a lot to do with how we connected each other. But um, before we get to specifics, why don't you guys both take a little turns about a little bit about yourselves? All right. Yeah, I'll start. I'm Knud. Uh, I'm a, um, an associate professor at the uh, Natural History Museum uh, at the University of Copenhagen, Denmark. I work on um, evolutionary biology. And, uh, and yeah, then, you know, uh, in my spare time, I hang out with friends and with Soren talking about Bruce and, and go visit shows when, uh, whenever they're back on. Uh, this yes. is, uh, what are we up to now? 19? Springsteen gigs. We got half half a a gig in in Asbury Park when uh, Bruce took his mom out for for a dance uh, a couple of years ago. Um, But yeah, that's that's me. All right. Yes, and I'm Soren. Uh, I'm a a journalist working with with, uh, writing stories about different things and working with communication. uh, Corporate and uh, yeah, I'm a huge Bruce fan like, like Knud. Uh, since I was a kid. So I'd like both of you to tell me, um, <clears throat> because I have both of you here and, and we're kind of, I'm trying not to keep you too late. Um, you know, I usually start with your musical background growing up as a kid, but I'm going to cut to when, and, and Soren, start with you. When did you first discover Bruce and what about his music spoke to you? And then Kanuka, I want you to say the same thing. Okay, 
So when I, I was I was born in in seventy eight, and when I grew up in the in the in the in the the eighties, my dad had a lot of records, mostly Bob Dylan, but also a couple of Bruce records. He had um, uh, the River and uh, Born USA. And when I was sitting on the on the on the floor, like every afternoon, uh, looking through his records, that was something I enjoyed a lot. I always stop at the the Springsteen records, uh, you know, the the covers, the Born USA cover, especially. I was like fascinated by that guy, and I put on that record, and uh, it spoke to me. It was like I was seven years old, maybe. I, I immediately I I loved it, and I remember, <laughs> and my mother saying like, uh, "It's good that you like that guy, but it would be more practical maybe if you could like Bob Dylan instead, because your dad had have more than forty records." But, you know, it's, it didn't make any sense to me to, to, you know, be logical about that. When you're into the bars, you're into the bars. There you go. How about you, Kurt? Yeah, I, I, my narrative is, is slightly different in that, um, I, you know, I come out of a family that never listened much to music or, you know, they yeah. have records and, and everything. And they actually did have the river when I, when I, when I looked through their records at some point. But uh, I started out, you know, with Bon Jovi and that sort of stuff. And, and you know, my uncle, who was into music, he, for my birthday, once gave me a Rolling Stone record, a Roxy Music record. And then he'd ask, also asked the guy down at the record store back in the day when those existed. Yes. Uh, so that he was going to buy, he needed a record for this young dude. And they gave me a Public Enemy uh, record. And I traded that for Born in the USA, uh, but in the late 80s, in 89 or something, and went home and it was just like, oh, I, I quite liked it. Just sat there and, you know, listened to it. And But it, it wasn't like a big sort of revelation kind of thing. It was just I really liked that album. Uh, even back then, not so much Born in the USA, but 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 uh, but some of the, the second half of that CD was I really liked. And then it was sort of dormant for a long time. And, and then, you know, for various reasons, uh, some people sort of picked up on it uh, along the road and then... Uh, I think um, Soren and I went to high school together and, and just towards the end of it, um, it, it really picked up and we started listening to it. And then the reunion tour came on in, in, in 99 and, and, and that was our first concert. Uh, well, at least inside, not yeah. just standing outside. Um, that was the first time we bought a ticket for a gig, first in Berlin. And then he decided to also do a gig in Copenhagen. So we bought tickets for that one. And then since then, it's it's been sort of rolling. So I'm I'm a bit of a lady in 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 that respect. Yeah, I, that's that's great. Um, the what are you, you guys have both mentioned a couple of albums? Are there favorite albums, songs that really mean a lot to you guys? And and the easy answer is all of them, but I, I think there's, you know, right. Is there one, like for me, Land of Hope and Dreams is something very special to yeah, me. I just, I, that, that song speaks to me. I know it speaks to us too. I, I mean, I think it's, if I should mention one, I would say uh, my hometown. Yeah. Because even though it's very different to grow up in, in Copenhagen, in the suburbs, yeah. it's like, you know, you can still relate to it. Growing yeah. up and uh, being with your parents and, you know, parents like, like now it's now we're grown up and uh, we have kids and it's like the same story over again. And yeah. uh, towns are changing and yeah. society and everything. So for me, that's the one I would say. 
Yeah, I, I have I have this hard land for for the power of it. Oh, great song! Glory, yeah, both of them. Glory days for the for the looking back on things and yeah, and, and then I have a long time coming uh, just for the sort of like you know, there's, there's always yeah. uh, hope that that's my land of hope and dreams. Uh, yeah, long time coming. So Soren, yeah, and I love long time coming and the whole you know, I hope I don't f it up this time right that, that theory and i think whether you're a parent or whether you're starting a new job or starting a new relationship that let let me not get in my own way this time let me not stumble over my feet so that's that's a good choice but also um, don't worry about it i mean try you yeah know, keep going just the there's always a new beginning there's always uh, yeah 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 because Better Days is my other favorite song, and I believe that is saying enjoy the journey. Mm. Uh, that not don't focus on the hereafter, focus on the here and now, right? But I mm. think you could tie that with Long Time Coming, the same thing like, don't be afraid of restarting, read that rebirth. Um, that's I hadn't thought of that before, but I'm gonna have to play those two together now <laughs> and kind of look at that as a one two punch. Um, Soren, you mentioned you, 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 you're a teacher. Um, do you, do you work Bruce and Bruce's music into your classes? No, I'm not a teacher to be honest. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, Kurt, 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 yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm at, at university. Yeah. 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 Do you work that into your. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, to be honest. I mean, I mentioned to, to, to a lot of people, but it's not part of my lectures or okay. my, you know, here's a good line from, from, okay. uh, I, I've sort of stayed away from that. I know some people do, but, um, you're a better man than I, because <laughs> I figure out a way to put Bruce into almost anything I do. Now, how about you for Soren for writing? Do you, do you kind of weave into that? Has he influenced your writing? No, I don't think so. But uh, but definitely, I'm trying to like affect people in every sense. Like you know, yeah. every every people I know, yeah, it, my family, my friends, my also just uh, colleagues and so on. They they also they always know like uh, he's he's into yeah. Bruce, crazy about Bruce. Yes, they don't seem to be too annoyed about it. They more like think, uh, okay, it's pretty yeah. cool to have an, an idol. Yeah, I all right. So, so all right, so you guys were kind enough that um you sent me a a set of becoming the boss cards which and so i i instead of me trying to clumsily describe what that is you two tell the listeners what this card game is all right yeah okay so it's a card game uh, where the aim is to become the boss to be, become a rock star. So there's 128 cards in the game. Uh, it's about uh, creating, uh, uh, writing the songs you need to become a rock star. It's about uh, creating the band with the right quality, getting the experience and playing the right gigs. If you do that uh, before the other players, you become the boss. It takes so, about half an hour. So songs, gigs, experience, band members. Yes. Yeah. Why did you pick those four categories? 
I think before we continue on this, it's a little bit important to mention Please. that it all revolves around the first three albums, Greetings, Shuffle, and Born to Run. So, so we're not picking from the, the you know, plus 250 songs or whatever he's done. We're only down to those three albums and song-wise, the outtakes associated with those albums. So... Which, Go ahead. Which, sorry, also means that that we're only dealing, well, not only, but we're, we're not only dealing with band members that are currently in the E Street Band. We're also dealing with all the band members that could potentially have become members of, or, or were in the past members of Bruce Springsteen's various bands. So it's as much, I would say, a tribute or sort of a storytelling history lesson um, of what was it like in the Asbury Park music scene in the early 1970s? Yeah. Um, so, so the game is the very specific thing that you can actually play with one, two, or three other players or, or mates or whatever. But but it tells a story. It's not just playing Monopoly where where you know you you build houses and hotels. Right. You're walking through that whole history of. Asbury Park in, in the early 1970s. And what I like about this, this is almost the game can be seen as an alternate history story. Yes. Like, exactly. right. Like, okay, what if, would yes. he still have been the boss if he hadn't stumbled upon Clarence? Right. Well, that's the beauty of it because right? it's always a boss when you're done playing this game. Right. But the, 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 the major thing is he can actually become the boss without Clarence Clemens. Yes. Um, it's a possibility. I mean, so this is like, that probably wouldn't happen. And maybe we should tweak the game further to make sure that you can only become the boss if you have Clarence in your mm -hmm. band. But it's just to say that he could have become the boss uh, with with David Sanchez, uh, with Harold Wheeler, with yeah. uh, no, not uh, Richard Blackwell. We we have all the yeah. all these players, all these band members are in right. there. Um, but also a lot of songs that never made it onto the albums. Right. Uh, so, like there, and, and so the premise is you you ex you you're dealt cards, you give exchange, you, you, you use cards, you discard cards, you can steal cards, you can block cards back and forth and you're building. And, and this is, this is a bad analogy, but uh, I'm going to use it anyway. If you've ever played the game clue, right? You okay. have to have the name, the murder weapon and the location right to win the game. Yeah. And so what you guys have built a game where maybe you don't have, maybe you've not played, you know, you've had to play one significant gig and three smaller gigs, or maybe four medium sized gigs yeah. to get to the point total you need same thing maybe one significant song with some lesser songs or medium songs and so there's different ways to build this yes and then it's also like it's quite i mean our idea is that it's also quite funny to play because it follows the story of bruce he's playing like also some 
some less uh, huge uh, gigs like drive-in movie, bar mitzvah, uh, trailer yeah. park, supermarket openings, things that he mentioned in his uh, autobiography and on in the Broadway show that we were lucky to 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 see also. Yeah, and one of the things you guys were explaining to me, right? Like, I could, I, I you know, I could, I could get the card that allows me to steal. Oh, you know, uh, Soren has "Blinded by the Light." I want that song, but you could have a tarot card that says, aha, nope, you can't change that, which I love that. Exactly. So, we so wanted this... to bring Madame Mary uh, in, into into yeah. the game. There's always talks about it, and it's mentioned over and over, and there, there yeah. is this spiritualism uh, to, to, to Bruce's work that we wanted to, to, to have in there as well. Right. There's the, it's, it's, once again, I'm trying to connect this, but like, if you've ever played Uno, Right. Yeah. The wild cards are incredibly powerful, but if you get stuck with them in your hand yeah. when the other person you have, if you weren't able to use them, all of a sudden now you have a lot of negative points. Right. So mm -hmm. the idea of the strategy of when do I do this and when do I not yeah. gives you into the game. So as you're talking about this first three albums, um, and I certainly am. I, I'm not putting more work to you, but you could actually do a volume two of how do you become um, a global phenomenon? Yes. Do world, we are the world, perform on the Grammys, you know, uh, tour, you know, your stadiums, or, or even a later phase, you know, um, perform the 9-11 memorial do you know this other things that because in a lot of ways i just talked about this in the podcast the reunion tour in 99 was almost a halftime in his career mm -hmm. i mean yes. you, you could talk the early years then the born to run born in the then the you know the covers of the magazines then there's the you know the born in the usa tour then there's kind of the darkness years where the band and him were disbanded then the resurgent and then you could call it the broadway era you know you could there, there's very clear which i think is fun to debate which area have, parts of it we have certainly certainly thought about it but i think you'll realize once you've played the game yeah and and and, and in actual fact and we can talk more about this later it started out with a board game much more complex and with many yeah. more details which uh, when we spoke to um uh, uh, when we were asked early on you know could you simplify it we said that, that's not going to happen and that's what we've done now with the card game but um i think yeah. you'll realize when you play the game that it's a really really exciting time yes there's so much happening there's so much like I said, stochasticity in, in who becomes the band members, what songs go in. If you did that thing about, uh, we, we thought about it, you know, okay, so so the next three or four albums up until, say, Born to Born in the USA. Yeah. With that, that would be, it would be hard to get that storyline in there. It would be more like, ooh, should I, you know, should I get married? Should I? <laughs> yeah, you no, know, I should agree. Should I play the Giant Stadium? Should I go to Europe to play? Should I play the, you know, there's, there's a lot of meat, real meat on this early year's story that and, simply and, is not yeah. there the same way later on. Well, and can I write? The idea is the name of the game is becoming the boss. Yeah. So 
you you certainly could make the argument that no, you know that the release of that third album that being on the cover of rolling uh, of you know yes. newsweek and time at the same time that is when he went from this struggling singer songwriter to the boss and so exactly. by focusing on that time period um you get this the other thing that is wonderful about this as i've looked at the cards is all the different and you guys said this very well this is also a history lesson yes this is also this is not built just for you you know you guys are you guys travel you're in texas and i go hey stay at my house we're all gonna see bruce at the stadium and so we come over and we get a few beverages and we're laughing and joking so we play the card game right and it, we have a joke but it could just as easily be i do every every month a poker game and i could actually get my buddies like okay before we play poker yes, i want you to play this and, and then they could, they don't know anything about Bruce except Born in the USA and the hits. And yeah. this would be a way for them to learn more about it and experience it. Exactly. And it's important to, to mention that you don't need to know anything about Bruce uh, to play it. It's yeah. maybe more fun, probably more fun, but you don't need it. And you so learn something. Why did you guys originally make the board game? And then why did you change? Then why did you guys go, okay, maybe we could come up with a version that's a little more simple? Talk to me through that journey. <laughs> so it's important to say that the board game still exists. And actually, both games, we released them for free. You can download them at becomingthebars.dk, print them yourself, okay. and you're going. So the idea came up. Uh, Two and a half years ago, I think, we were in the summer house of Knut in Sweden, okay. having a few beverages uh, in the sun. That happened yes. in the afternoon. Yes, it and, happens. Uh, you know, we, we always talk about Bruce like every other big fan. Sure. And we, we, we joke about it. We, we, we laugh. We, we almost cry. We talk. And then, you know, the idea after we watched the Broadway show a couple of times also live, it was like, uh, I don't know, one of us just got the idea. And the other one grabbed it and said, yeah, it could be a game because, uh, you know, it's it's like an, an, a, a, a great story how to become a rock star. And you have all these struggles. You have all these, like the depression is always like uh, on the side. And and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, the board game capture, I mean, we were a lot into that whole thing about the, the depression side of things. Mm -hmm. So we we just read the autobiography and then onto the Broadway show, and 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 we sort of had this idea that you should be able to move around Asbury Park and and we visited yeah obviously we visited Asbury Park when when after having gone to the show uh, the Broadway show and it was like oh where's the upstage and the upstage is no longer there and and we went to Wonder Bar and, and Stone Pony and the Boardwalk and was like ah oh, we should capture this in a way, you know in a monopoly kind of way where you move around and you meet people and and you bump into them but at the same time the depression you know the 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 um, the, the board game has these you, you pick up black balls uh, all the time and you need to get rid of them otherwise you fall into the depression sort of thing so you know it started out on on some some tissues you know drawing up uh, yeah kind of like this and just chatting about it and then you know 
yeah, going home thinking more about it, drawing it up on 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 real paper, and 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 trying to flesh out the the idea. Did either one of you have experience in designing games? No, but Nothing. we play a lot of board games, and we okay. play we do a lot of uh, yeah, both board games and card games, and and uh, well, so we've seen our fair share of because because I have some friends who really love playing Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that where you you build these campaigns yeah. and you build these characters. And I was telling him about that. And he was like, oh, this this sounds interesting how to play to do that. So um, what were what were some of the missteps as you're trying to design this game and come up with what works and what doesn't? I think I think the, the, the major thing is that we've created clearly compared to all other board games something that is very very complex okay uh and and takes quite a lot of reading up on the rules and and that sort of thing so i'm you know i guess to a lot of people you'd be like whoa that's you know first time we played it i think we played eight hours and we didn't finish and it's like whoa that's a that that's too much nobody's going to play an eight hour board game and it's been like cutting away cutting away cutting away simplifying uh that's one thing right then I don't know. There's also just making something that that you know it needs to be true to the story, true yes. to the people, true to the area. Uh, and then obviously we're not native uh, English-speaking people either. So just you know writing it down the right way and getting it all together. And um, I mean, we, I dare not think about how many hours we've spent. No, no, uh, it's been kind of hard hard work, but we enjoyed like every minute of it. So actually. Yeah. To, to from the idea to the uh, of the board game to actually when we released it put it on the web page took like uh, one and a half year uh, it was not a full-time job but uh, but we spoke together uh, we still do on the phone like almost every day mostly about the game because I can remember it's very seldom as a kid when you played monopoly that you actually got to the end of the game right like you spent three or four hours and then your mom told you to stop and we're like okay who has the most money or you know you'd play this and um so i I, right there can be this and when you throw in right that in the early days bruce and them had these epic monopoly games so it's very much in the spirit of bruce you guys coming up with a board game that's what we kept saying that we don't want to compromise we don't want to make it easier or less well but but you know playing eight hours is just too much but we've just returned from another trip to the summer house uh where we played the game and and we are down to you know two people playing two and a half hours so it's the board game it's still a long it's still a long game but when you know the rules you 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 get it going Um, okay but so that's the board game and then um you know we've also reached out to various people asking you know what do you think of this and and everybody everybody has been has has said to us can you simplify it okay and we've said no way this was our project that was the board game uh, Ken, we spoke to Ken Rosen a, a, about it as well, and he said, like, you know, would you ever consider simplifying it? And and at that time, you know, the answer was like, it's not going to happen. Right. But then, obviously, I mean, I think it still sort of goes in somehow, and 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 you start thinking, is there a way of simplifying it? And 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 all of a sudden, one of us came, you know, 
said, maybe we could turn it into a card game like this. And it sounded easy, but we've actually, I've been, it's actually quite different now. So the band members are the same, the songs are the same, the gigs are the same, but all the rest is different. You know, the whole gameplay and stuff like that. But this is a game. Um, so, so now we have simplified. There's two different games. There's two very and different games, yeah. but the content, the idea, the concept, not the content, the concept is the same. It's still that history lesson. It's still that, you know, this is what happened in the, in the 70s. This is how he became the boss. This is what it takes. This is the level of randomness to the band members that ended up becoming the East Streeters and, and the songs that went onto the records. Yes. And then so we also heard people saying, like when we played with friends, they say, yeah, it's really, really cool when we played with you guys, because we can explain it and we, we, yeah. we know the rules uh, totally and so on. And of course, our hope is that fans like you, um, Jesse, and other fans yeah. all, uh, would enjoy this play. So I was going to ask, you, you guys are offering this free. Uh, it's downloadable. You go to give me the website again. And I will put this in the show notes. Becomingtheboss.dk. Okay. DK for so, Denmark. Yeah. So you go to Becoming the Boss DK and there's there's links. You download it, uh, you know, the files, you take it to a printer. Um, and if I remember correctly, too, there, yeah. You get your scissors out. And yes, you your scissors to, out. And it's a little bit of time cutting out all the cards and all the, the things you need, but yeah. uh, it's well worth it. And then, uh, did you did you ever think about trying to monetize this? We did, we did. Um, yeah, but but uh, our main goal would be to share it with other fans, not making money on it. So right. that's still our aim to get it out to people more than it is already. Mm-hmm. So uh, so like lately, we reached out to 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 uh, the Asbury Park Music Foundation. Yeah. Uh, offering them the game for free if they want to release it. Maybe it could support uh, yeah. other musicians and, and it would like yeah. perfectly fit into to the story of the game. If they could release the game or someone else uh, could release the game, so get it out to the people because it's it, it would be a lot easier if people could pay like five ten dollars and, and buy the game and maybe it could support uh, something good. Well, because... Uh, I was thinking the same thing, right? Like if you go to, uh, you know, Monmouth University that has Bruce's uh, archives, you know, this would be something um, that would be pretty cool. Um, what kind of, now that you have the the easier card game, what kind of feedback have you gotten from people? Well, that's the, that's the thing as well. I mean, we, we, to be quite frankly, we haven't received a lot of feedback. Okay. And, and I think also, I mean, that comes back to, you know, monetizing the game. There's, there's pretty much two things to it. One is that there was never any intention from the beginning. This was a fun project, a spare time project. You know, could we, could we pull it off? Could we do something meaningful? The other is that if we tried to do that, you know, would we be the guys who would have to organize everything with it sure. and shipping and, and all that? And it's just like, we don't have any experience with that. Right. We don't know what the market is. You know, so one, you know, there's this amount of Bruce Springsteen fans. There's this amount of people playing board games. 
but you know how many are there that do both yes and 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 um we we tried to so we set up a facebook uh paid uh site uh or, or profile and yeah and have, uh, where you can comment on it and we encourage people you know if you play the game please let us know and there's yeah. very very few people that have that have you know written anything back on that we can see how many people have downloaded the board game at least uh, it's been a while since i looked yeah. at it and it looks as if it's a couple of thousand people right oh it's more than that we had like okay. a, we up to 16 16,000 visitors or something on the page okay. so it's nothing at yeah, all it's a visitors but there yeah, are other yeah. people downloading yeah. it but anyway there's, there's, there's quite a few people uh, going in and probably also downloading it but i imagine like you and it's been covid times you know who will i play this game with i mean if i yes. saw this board game there's only a very limited number of people that I could actually play the game with. The card game is different. You know, Soren and I, we always, when we go out for a beer, you know, Friday, Saturday night, yeah. we go to a bar, we sit down, we play the game. There's usually like one or two people coming over. Oh, what are you guys playing? And we've even yeah. played it with other people at the bar. So a um, couple of, of week, uh, weeks yeah. ago, we went out and we played it. And, and these two people came over and we said, do you want to play it? And they were like, yeah, sure. You know, and do you like Bruce? No, not, you know, not particularly, but uh, yeah. this looks interesting. And so you can play it that way with people that like, I mean, if there was a Bob Dylan game, I'd be interested in playing that too, or a Neil Young game. Sure. Just because of all the information, all the history that's in it, I'd, I'd like to know more about that. So um, what's, what's, what I find interesting about this is I have a friend named Tom Zoller. Mm -hmm. And Tom uh, writes and draws comic books, and he did a comic called um, The uh, Warning Label, and the premise is that the female lead, a curse was placed on her, and if you ask her out for a date, immediately you get a warning label of all the reasons why you should not date her. All right. Okay. And, uh, and it's available to read online free. It's a beautiful, he, he ended up, Tom ended up, you know, selling it as a book as well, but he was with a, um, there, there is a website and I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it now, but I'll, I'll email you guys. So within the first couple of the first issue, this the guy that Jeff, who she's thinking about dating, determines that if she works through her problems, the that part of the warning label is removed. All right. So the the romance story. The reason I'm telling you this is she in the comic works for a game company, and she comes up with a the long con and it is basically a card game building your own comic book convention all right which is right like you you have to get a venue and the better the venue and then you the you have to get guests then you have to have events and it is a card game and you end up building that the winner has the most successful comic convention so yep. when you guys were telling this i'm like oh that's tom's game i mean it's a similar yeah. type of thing yeah. and uh and and he just invented it in the book and then someone said oh man that sounds like a fun game let's play it and he's like 
I don't do the game. This yeah. is just this, you know, I'm just, I'm just telling the story. So he ended up finding someone who did design games and they right. kind of did that in person. So um, the thing I like about this is I do think that if you are someone and there are people like yourselves that love like when you get together uh, instead of watching a sporting event or just having dinner you play games you play yeah, games exactly. with your friends yeah. and this would be a fun game to do so uh i i'm i am going to get a bunch of people over and we are going to do this and i'm going to give you a field yeah, trip yeah. i will give you a report card that well, is great well, but I mean, um, in all in all honesty, this both the board game and the card game. I mean, we have borrowed a ton from all sorts of sure. other card games and board games. I mean, we didn't start out from scratch in that respect. Yeah. We've, we've, we've totally uh, taken what we could use from from. Oh all yeah, the absolutely. So so we didn't uh, we we didn't invent these games. We've yeah. just uh, sort of adapted our idea into already existing gaming frameworks really yeah this is i I just i'm after i was already intrigued but after visiting with you both i'm now just (laughs) i'm trying to figure out who i can get to have this 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 sounds fun um any other thoughts about the game you want to share me before uh we start wrapping it up uh have we covered i think more or less yeah I think, I mean, um, the, the next thing really is, you know, who's up for a game? Who's yeah, up, exactly. All right. If, when Bruce tours again. Um, when? Are the, yes, when. When. <laughs> what are songs that you both are chasing? What are songs you want to see live that you haven't got to hear yet? Ooh. That would be all the latest albums. Yes, I almost usually exclude excluding Western Stars or Letter to You, right? We all want to see those. But are there other songs like have you been able to hear, you know, Promised Land or a Long Time Coming? Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't think we have a particular bucket list at this stage. Okay. That, uh, okay. We made a spreadsheet once of, of the songs we'd heard and how many times and yeah. the yeah promised land is definitely one of the most played songs at least uh yeah the reunion tour but right. um, um i mean i i think i'll I'd, I'd get back to my my early list of this hard land and glory days and, and yeah. long time coming you know yeah more, more of those but yeah. um, i don't know about you soren no it, it's a tough one it's a tough one um yeah but okay. I think it also depends on what sort of lineup he's going to come out with. Yes. Will it be like the, the E Street uh, Grand uh, Tour? Will it be like more of a, a scaled down thing? Or yeah. There are so many different versions, right? And also, you know, whether is, is he going to bring out the grand piano for, for slowed down versions of, 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 you know, good old rock and roll songs? Or, yeah. so, so there's a lot of, of variety in there as well. Uh, I'm not chasing something in, in particular. We just want to see the boss. Yeah. yeah. Friend or uncle. Yes. Soon. Yeah. I, I guess we all are. All right. Um, and actually, I have... if I can say, mention yes. one thing, our aim from the beginning of uh, this process of creating the game was we're not going to stop 
pitching the game until we know that Bruce have seen it at least. Yes. Would how fun would it be to think of Patty, Bruce, <laughs> little Steven, Maureen, you know, <laughs> all in it, or Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, Bruce and, you know, Michelle and Barack Obama all at the table and like, hey, let's yeah. play be the boss, right? Again, again. <laughs> that yeah. would yeah. be awesome. All yeah. right. Um, talk to me. Um, I end every episode with the Mary question. So if you are um, listening because you're friends, fans of these two guys, you probably do not know what the Mary question is. So let me give you a little preference. Jay Armstrong is a former honors English teacher in the Philadelphia area. He wrote a, he has recently written a book called um, Bedtime Stories for the Living. But when he was a teacher, he would end, he would spend two days breaking apart Thunder Road as a poem. They would look at the imagery, the lyrics, they can compare it to Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken. And at the end of the two days, he asked the question to his class, does Mary get in the car at the end of Thunder Road? That is your question. I was actually prepared for that question. I must okay. admit. All right. I think yes. Okay. Okay. And you want to explain why? No, I'm just pretty sure it's a, it's going to be a good ending. Okay, you you're just going to say yes, All right? Connect. Mary, climb in. It's the time for losers. We're pulling out here to win. Is that the one? Yes. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, Ooh, that's the that's the half full, half empty glass, right? Yes, it is. I see it as a positive, uh, optimistic uh, way forward as well. So I'd probably say, yeah, she's climbing in. Very nice. I, I, yeah, I love that I, because it really is that do you. And 60% of my listeners, the people who join me say yes, but about 40% say no. Yeah. They say she's too afraid. She's, she won't take that chance. So uh, very well, nice. All right. Um, That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, becoming the boss dot DK, right? Yes. Uh, go there, reach out to these guys. If you have any questions, let me know if you've played the game. And if you live in the Dallas area, send me an email so we can figure out a game time so we can play any other contact information you want to give, go to the website if they need anything. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. All that. Thank you both for joining me. Listeners, go get vaccinated, go get boosted. And during these incredibly crazy times, let's all be kind to each other because that's how we're going to get through this. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation, and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlustingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. 
There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Brew shirts, as well as a Merry Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listening Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. Bruce Springsteen Live provides fans with an intimate look into Springsteen's creative process. The Bruce Springsteen Live exhibit opens at the Woody Guthrie Center on Saturday, April 16th, running through Sunday, September 25th. The exhibit will feature iconic artifacts, live performance footage, instruments, stage costumes, exclusive interviews, concert posters, and photography, as well as unique interactive displays to immerse fans in Bruce Springsteen and the band's creative process. More information can be found at WoodyGuthrieCenter.org. Please let them know that Set Lessing Bruce sent you there, and I'll see you in Tulsa. to achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shot? Would they shot? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.